Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College Sports. Jake, let's start with you. Starting off on the gridiron, the Charger football team took care of business, recording its first shutout of the 2018 season, 34-0 over Kentucky Wesleyan College on a gray, drizzly, late October day at Muddy Waters. The win makes Hillsdale 8-1 overall and 7-0 in the GMAC. It also sets up a showdown for the regular season conference title next weekend when the Chargers host Tiffin University on Senior Day. On Hillsdale's second possession of the third quarter, Chance Stewart fired a 67-yard bomb to Trey Brock to make it a 28-0 Hillsdale lead. That catch was Brock's 220th of his career, breaking a record that had been held by current Buffalo Bills wide receiver Andre Holmes. Brock now holds the triple crown of Hillsdale College receiving records, already having set the mark for receiving yards and receiving touchdowns earlier this season. Overall, Chance Stewart went 16 for 25 for 250 yards and two scores. Brock caught five passes for 116 yards and both of those touchdowns while senior Austin Sandusky hauled in four passes for 52 yards. Defensively, senior Jay Rose was excellent in all phases, leading the team with nine solo tackles and 12 total. Junior Nate Jones had eight total tackles while seven different players were in on tackles for loss. Zach Van Valkenburg, Skylar Snell, and Kyle Perrin all recorded sacks for the defense which held the Panthers to just 12 first downs and 89 yards passing for the game. You are listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We now welcome on a very special guest, redshirt junior cornerback Jason McDonough. Jason, thank you for joining me in the studio today. Thanks for having me, Jake. So let's talk about uh, this past week. We'll talk about the season as a whole and the team as a whole, obviously. But first things first, this past week, a huge win, 34-0 against Kentucky Wesleyan. Uh, how are you feeling like the week leading up to the game and then sort of when things started looking like it might end up in a little bit of a blowout? Like, How do you stay focused on the sideline when everything's going your way? Um, we, we really put an emphasis this week on just – playing our game um we've we've been on a roll lately winning some games in conference and uh we just wanted to focus on playing our best game regardless of what the score was regardless of how the situation was going if we played up to our level we felt good about um where we'd end up so that was kind of the focus uh the defense has a bit of a tendency i've noticed to uh I would say a little bit of a bend-don't-break mentality where, yeah, you might give up some yards, but in the red zone, it seems like every other time or like two-thirds of the time a team gets in the red zone against you guys, you guys are forcing turnovers, getting interceptions, forcing fumbles. Is that a thing that you emphasize in practice, or is it like you guys uh, are just like, all right, they're in the red zone, time to get the ball back for our boys? I think our coaches do a fantastic job of uh... – Making sure we use the side, like the the back of the end zone, as we get into the red zone, that kind of becomes that extra defender, um, and we're we've been able to be really aggressive in the red zone. Um, obviously, the the deep threats aren't really there as a defensive back anymore, um, and you can play a lot more aggressive on the short throws. So I think stopping the run up front, they've done a great job as soon as we get down in the red zone of stopping the run and uh, forcing people to throw um, in tight tight quarters. Obviously, down near the red zone, and that's led to a lot of uh, 
interceptions and turnovers for us, which has been huge. So exciting to watch. It's like, all right, because most of the time uh, a team gets in the red zone, you're like, all right, we're about to give us some points. But they get in the red zone against Hillsdale, and it's like, all right, we're going to get the ball back. And it's like they're not going to – it's just – it's been awesome as a fan for sure. Um do you, as a cornerback, do you like uh, covering the run or sort of covering passes more? Um, I'd, I'd say both. I mean, it's both a huge part of what you do um, week to week, especially at the boundary corner. You're a little tighter um, when they start uh, blocking things down off the edge. Um, you get a lot of sweeps your way. So it's definitely uh, a huge part. Both of them are huge in what I do, and um, I enjoy both. Um, I think you kind of have to. All right, so a nice little cop out answer right there. You don't want to <laughs> don't want to play uh, too too heavily into my hand, I guess, giving me more more stuff to to shoot you down with. Um, so let's look ahead to this next week because this next week is huge. Obviously, in the GMAC, there's not a conference championship game, but this next week, uh, you guys and Tiffin, it's de facto conference championship. What's the team mindset right now, knowing that you are stepping on the gridiron for a chance to win some hardware in just six days? It's really exciting. Um, you know, you put in a lot of work all off season, all year. Um, all the last of our careers here have been leading up for the opportunity to win a conference championship. So obviously, everyone's really excited. Um, just around campus, there's there's kind of a buzz. We're all excited about it. Um, so we're just trying to keep that mindset that we've remember the success that's brought us to this point so far this year, and uh, not get make the game a little bigger than it is by any means. At the end of the day, it's. 11 on 11, same thing we've been doing all year, and we just need to stay focused on that and play our best game, like we said, and I, I think uh, I think we'll be happy with the results. This past week, you guys had some some new helmets, some new equipment. It was the the white with the blue bolt. Do you, do you look forward to getting some new equipment, getting some new swag, and heading out to Muddy Waters? I definitely like having having new uh, new helmets. Uh, same helmets, we just threw, threw different decals on there, but definitely I like the new look. Um, it is exciting to see something new, and we don't really know what we're wearing that week until uh, until right around game time. So it's definitely exciting. Adds a little uh, little extra excitement on game day. Let's talk about this team right now um, as far as total teams you've played on. Because obviously at Hillsdale, you've had a lot of this- a lot of success and we're going to have some more this year, right? That's going to be a guarantee for you at the end of, at the end of the show. I'm going to say, can you guarantee a win? You're going to guarantee a win for me. Um, not, we're going to try our hardest. You're going to say, yes, I guarantee a win. But also in high school, you had a lot of success. Was it four state championships, three or four? Uh, just two. two just two? Me, oh, yep. only two. But, <laughs> but your school had four in a row, correct? Correct. Yeah. Uh, so you've had a lot of success throughout your uh, entire football career. Where does this team rank? Um, it's a definitely a special team this year. I was I was thinking about it, and I think uh, here at Hillsdale we've had some strengths that have been really high on some teams. We've had some weaknesses that have hurt us. Um, this year, I just feel like all around, as far as being sound in all phases of the game, at all of our positions, we've definitely had some young guys step up. We've had great senior leadership and just the collective team um, kind of eliminating weaknesses. It's been, a, it's been a special group to be a part of. Um, yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely been a good one. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Zach Van Valkenburg a little bit because he is a terror. And what's it like having such a powerful defensive end that you know that any given play you only have to cover some guy for like two and a half seconds before the quarterback is going to be on his back? Yeah, Zach's been huge for us all year. I mean, he's a force. He he's a really special, gifted athlete, and he just has a motor that's always running. Um, 
as a player. He he never takes a playoff. Um, you know, with his size and speed, uh, it's pretty rare to see that, especially at the D2 level. And uh, as a defensive back, you know you can play a little more aggressive. Um, you can just really make sure that you uh, break hard on, on shorter routes. Um, it gives you a little more confidence, especially um, knowing that our D-line and Zach have done a great job for us this year. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. My name is Jake Sievers, and I'm here with Jason McDonough in studio, a cornerback for the Hillsdale College Chargers, the 8-1 Hillsdale College Chargers, I might add. And, Jason, I know we were talking off mic a little bit earlier. Uh, we don't want to look ahead too far, but you've got the last week of the season, the last week of the regular season, not your season, of course, um, we've got a matchup against UND and do you have a little bit of a revenge factor heading into that week? Obviously it's two weeks from now, but I mean, yeah, um, we're definitely, uh, like you said, really focused on Tiff and taking care of the conference is really special for us. So that's definitely priority one, but when we get to Indy, yeah, I mean, there'll be, uh, they've always been a, a very hard fought game for us. Um, I'd say like they're a familiar opponent, and we've had some great games with them. And I think anytime you have that, um, there can be you know a revenge factor when you lose, especially a hard fall loss like we did last year. So I'd say some of that's present. Obviously, the offense this year has been unbelievable, and if you got a guy in Trey Brock who last week he set uh, the career receptions record, and he already has touchdowns and yards. Uh, do you ever go against Trey in practice? And if so, what's that like? Um, there's a short period during the seasons, um, or once the season begins, that uh, we go best on best, as Coach calls it, where the ones are against the ones. And um, so during those periods, I get to go against Trey, and that's always great. Um, and then in the past, uh, he, he's been a four-year starter for us. And uh, when I was a freshman, a true freshman and redshirt freshman, I, I wasn't starting. I was over on the scout team. And uh, Trey definitely had an impact on my improvement. He he goes so hard in practice and like is very technical with his footwork. He he's just loves the game. He knows the game, and uh, getting to cover someone like that it definitely helps you improve. Um, so yeah, he's been special for us throughout his career. Obviously, holding all three receiving records and uh, speaks a lot about the work he's put in and how much he means to our program. Like I said, the offense has been ridiculous. Uh, what does it do for your defense knowing that? I mean. If you give up 30 points, there's a really good shot that you still win. How does that motivate you guys knowing that you have such a strong offense on the other side of the ball? Um, it motivates you a little bit. I, I'd say uh, a lot of times it's, it's pretty separate, though. When we come to the sidelines, uh, we kind of have to stay focused on making adjustments from what we've seen from the off- like from their offense. Um, so a lot of times it stays separate, but when you look back at the end of the game, um, you know it obviously is huge to have an offense producing like that. And, uh, you know, we'll, we just do whatever we can one snap at a time. This is your uh, fourth year at Hillsdale. What's it like? Because I am not an athlete, obviously. You're looking at me right now. I'm not an athlete. Um, and I'm barely keeping my head above water with classes. And so what's it been like for you doing this for four years? Um, it's, it's a challenge, absolutely. Um, it's a challenge you kind of have to embrace. Uh, when you're trying to short end one or the other um it, it really gets you nowhere and coach otter always talks about kind of compartmentalizing your life as he puts it it's kind of a big word it always uh scared me <laughs> when i was younger but uh no i i think it's important uh when we're when we're up the hill going to class um 
just to kind of as much as you can rid your mind of practice any struggles you're having with football and just kind of keep the two separate and go as hard as you can at the two is all that I've found that helps the the challenge and can bring some success. I see I see you and other football players up the hill and on weekends obviously um, and you guys you guys are bros like you hang out a ton and so what is it like especially after a game like Finley where it's just an emotional game and it sets you up very well for the rest of the season what's that bus ride back home like the bus ride back home I, I guess it's different for everybody um, for me I'm usually drained uh, bus ride back home I need to just be quiet collect my thoughts a little bit um, at least at the beginning but uh, after some emotional wins yeah it's pretty special a lot of guys are playing some music on a little phone or speaker and just talking about the game, laughing, but it's it's a, it's a great time. It's uh, definitely part of a win that uh, you wouldn't trade for anything when you look back at the experience here. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. My name is Jake Stevers. I'm here with Jason McDonough, cornerback for the Hillsdale College Chargers, uh, eyeing a GMAC championship this weekend. So, uh, Jason... Obviously, you guys, uh, you got to train during the summer, and you're here. When does the football team get here? Uh, first week of August. First week of August. So you're here for a, basically a full month without any students on campus. And right now, the campus seems pretty small as it is. What's it like when there's no one but you guys? Oh, it's a little different. Um, you know, uh, the lines are shorter at the, okay. the cafeteria yep. for sure. Uh, it, it's different. It's quiet. Um, but... It's a good time. I mean, when camp's going on, it's nice. All Like we said, I mean, it's a lot here as a, a student athlete at a school like that demands this much from you academically. So it's pretty nice to, to be on campus and have to focus on one thing, and that's football. And I think our team's made great strides during camp um, with that mindset. What do you do from May until the first week of August? So uh, our, our program's pretty unique. Um, I know some Division II programs uh, ask their players to stay through the summer um our coaches encourage us to go home um kind of send everybody home not many people stick around and uh they give us a our strength coach coach Gifford um does an excellent job for our program and he he gives us our um manual um and it's very detailed and he expects us to work as hard as we can just push ourselves and um I think that's a, an important thing for our team because if you're going to make strides in the summer which you need to in order to uh to be where you want to come come camp um, it's relying a lot on your will and how much you want it yourself. And uh, I think we got a lot of guys who, who drive themselves and really want this team and themselves to be great. And uh, I think it's showed in our, our performance and how we've progressed as a team. You said that Coach uh, wants you guys to go home, and I think that speaks volumes to the sort of uh, family environment that he wants to foster for the team. And, and uh, how has Coach Otter been able to do that for you uh, over these past four years? Coach Otter's amazing. I mean, he, the main way I've seen um, that he's impacted me is he cares a lot about our team as a person. His his main goal he reads to us, his coaching philosophy he reads to us um, the first day of camp every year is uh, that he wants, I mean, part of it says that he wants our team to be better men. When he looks back in his, his coaching career, he'll be successful if his players have become better men by playing football for him and I think um in today's like climate of college athletics um that that 
speaks volumes about the kind of guy Coach Otter is that, I mean, he's competitive as anybody. And, uh, I mean, the other part of his program objective is to win. But um, he cares a lot about the guys we have on our team and making them become better men, better husbands, you know, better fathers, better community leaders, um, professionals. Uh, he cares a lot about us in that way, and that's had a huge impact. Be better men. So if you uh, – let's get a little let's get a little deep here. If you could go back to your freshman year, your redshirt freshman year, and give yourself one piece of advice, what would that be? Mm-hmm. Tough question. Um, probably to take the same approach I do to football – to everything I do in life. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of, it's been easy for me. I love football. I've had fun with it. Um, but to to push yourself and be great, to not take any shortcuts, whether it's academically, whether it's morally, um, just to to be that all-around guy who's the same guy, you know, looking in the mirror, um, whether it's, you know, where he is, who's seeing him, who's watching. Uh, that'd be the biggest advice I'd give to myself. What are you studying? Marketing. What's the plan uh, after graduation? Um, so I did an internship uh, this summer in insurance. So I'm, I'm planning to go into the insurance field after after college. I really liked it, and uh, it's an interesting field to me. Very cool. Uh, so they were fine with you uh, ducking out at, at the beginning of August? What no, do you mean? I'm just kidding. But it's like, because mo- most uh, internships go into like. Oh, right, right. Yeah, go they, go oh, a few weeks later. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, were, they were cool with it. Um that was something we discussed ahead um yeah he he was cool with it uh so ended up working out good i uh, plans on going back to grand rapids uh this summer actually okay um yeah and then uh hopefully after graduation but we'll see okay g rap is a good place absolutely sure. yeah absolutely you listen know. yeah the suburbs but still <laughs> i know that historically uh baseball players are extremely superstitious but do you have any superstitions heading into a big game or uh, any game in general? I'd say I'm not too superstitious personally. Um, I've got buddies who are a little more superstitious than me. Um, yeah, can you although, let us can you let us in on uh, their superstitions, or will it break it? I will say I will say one of my like own that popped into my head was my hair's getting a little long, mm-hmm. and we're we're rolling as a team. You know, we've we've won a few games, but. Uh, I don't want to cut my hair. Is like that's that's. I guess that's a superstition that's kind of emerging for me. I don't okay. think I'm gonna cut my hair until uh, like a playoff beard. Yeah, that kind of thing. I okay. mean, I'll shave, but oh, that, yeah. that idea with my hair. Okay. I don't think I'm gonna cut my hair until uh, till we lose or till the season's over. Can't tell us any of your teammates' more juicy secrets. Ah, uh, that's for them to tell. Oh yeah. man! All right, <laughs> man. we'll talk off. We'll talk <laughs> off mic and see if we can get them in in the booth. Uh, I said earlier that I'm going to make you guarantee a win this Saturday. Can you guarantee a win this Saturday? I'll guarantee you a win. Oh, Jason, he was the first person who guaranteed a win. Okay, so if you – listen, I don't want to say anything, but, like, lots riding on this game, so we might have to have you back in. (laughs) Um, And we're looking ahead. There's a chance for you guys to host a playoff game. Obviously, you need need to win the next two, but what would that mean for you guys as a team? That'd be special. I mean, um, we love playing at home. We love our school. We love our community. And uh, we're really comfortable at home also. It's great playing on your home field. Um, I think it would mean a lot to us, especially to our seniors, um, to get that extra home game or, or two. You never know. Yeah. 
Awesome. All right, we'll look forward to that. And, hey, good luck this Saturday. And you better win because you said you would. (laughs) All right, this has been Jason McDonough on Charger Rundown. Thanks, Jake. Over to volleyball. The Chargers finished off a three-week, eight-game road trip with an impressive 3-0 sweep of Kentucky Wesleyan College Saturday afternoon in Owensboro. The win, the team's fifth straight, keeps it in first place overall in the GMAC with a 16-0 league mark and 19-6 overall. Hillsdale will play its final three matches of the regular season and, at minimum, a conference tournament quarterfinal match all at home starting with next Tuesday's showdown with the University of Finley. After struggling in many aspects of the game Friday night at Trevecca, the Chargers refocused and were devastating in long stretches in the win over KWC, winning the three sets by scores of 25-17, 25-8, and 25-15. But it was more than just the offense that was clicking for the Chargers. The Chargers had an eye-opening 66-46 edge in digs with three players, Taylor Weiss, Maddie Scheider, and Paige Vanderwall, all getting 13 or more digs. It was the kind of spirit of effort that Chargers needed, finishing off the season's longest road trip. Vanderwall was magnificent, adding 17 kills and a .438 hitting percentage, registering another high double-double for Hillsdale. Freshman Caroline Shelton was outstanding, recording a career-high 11 kills, hitting .346 with six digs. Senior Kara Violetel put down seven kills without an error, hitting .389 for the match, while sophomore Alyssa Van Wienen added seven kills to the team's offense. Sophomore setter Lindsey Mertz had 41 assists and an excellent performance while also picking up six digs. And that will do it for this episode of Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.